why is it that we don't believe in ourselves? That as soon as things get tough in our lives, we start doubting ourselves. We start thinking that we're not going to make it, stressing, worrying, imagining things that may go wrong in the future. We need to understand the human mind is the most powerful tool we own, but it can also be the most destructive. And we need to learn how to take control of the direction of our mind and our emotions. Your mind is going to provide you with the greatest challenges in your life because it is so powerful. So if you can conquer your mind and you can pretty much conquer anything else around you, literally, when writing the story of your life, Make sure you hold the pen. Make sure not only that you hold the pen, but you write the script from your heart. Be brave when writing your script. It's your story and there are no limits to what you can have, what you can do, or what you can be. How bad do you want it? You've got to prove it to yourself that you want it bad enough. It's going to hurt you not to get it. And that's when you're going to learn to conquer your mind. Your mind will no longer be able to say no because your inner heart and mind are aligned and now nothing can stop you. It's easy to be all positive and consistent when everything is going your way. But that's not life. That's not realistic. Are you going to be one of the very few to stand up when things are tough? When everything is going against you, will you be able to believe in what's right? and what brings results to your life. That's when your character will shine. That's when your story will be born. Your story is valuable. Your story of success. You can't build a story if you stop now. If you give up, the world is full of people who gave up. The world needs hope. We all do. The world needs you to stand up, to fight through your challenging moments, to shine through the dark times, to love through the hate, and to be the difference in an indifferent world, to believe in yourself. Most people are bloated with ordinary thoughts and mindsets. They're full of average that they have no more appetite. But you have to have an appetite for extraordinary. Beyond what people are doing, think beyond them. There will always be doubters and people below you and people trying to put you down so that they can feel higher. But you've got to stay true to yourself. Believe in your mind. Have some tunnel vision. Then one day you will have your moment. Because anything is possible if you just believe. Feed your dreams. If you can suffer through setbacks, their pain, rise up with resilience once again and again and again. One day, this world will tap you on the shoulder. And say, this is your time to shine. You can have, be, and do anything you want just have to believe.
How are you doing? How are you doing, everybody? I am Wimbo77. And I am Naturally Levy. And we are in the studio tonight on, it was a relatively good day, I think, Naturally Lily, would you say? It was, it was very productive. At least it wasn't raining as well. Oh yeah, well, at least it wasn't raining. Mind you, we do need the potatoes and my potatoes are doing very, very well. That's the only vegetable that's doing well. I didn't realise that they just decide they want to grow on their own. What, the potatoes? Yeah. Oh, what, when you buy them from the shop and they start springing roots? No, so my potatoes from last year that I had not replanted that were in the pot yeah have just resprung wow. up again did you take, did you take them out the pot no not all oh, of them you've probably got some nice big potatoes yeah. under there uh, yeah you've, got to, you've actually got to dig the potatoes they don't pick themselves Lily. no i know this <laughs> <laughs> i know this but i just i think last year's crop i just yeah you didn't think about it no. oh you'll have some love because even when i was replanting because i have some tires in the garden yeah so I um all my I normally grow my potatoes in pots because okay. they are parasitic. I don't know if that's the right word to use, but they will they spread go everywhere. Yeah, right. So for you to have it in a controlled kind of environment, I generally do them in pots so that they maintain in one spot, mm-hmm. and then you can empty the pot out, and then you can get all the nice big clean potatoes, and then you can um, and then you can. Yeah, replant the little tiny ones because they'll come up the next year. Yeah. So that's generally what you do with the potatoes. But nothing else seems to be growing. My corn's gone because I put it outside and it's got saturated by the rain and all sorts. And I've been trying this new system called hydroponics. Yeah. You've seen me. I have seen you plugging away there. (laughs) I have. Mum, her ones, I've gone around and planted some round at Mum's. They are doing amazingly. Mum is on it, on it, on it. She's got some cucumbers growing inside, oh, beautiful nice. people, without soil. It's a very, very good system and something that we should all adopt because we talk about being self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. And that is one way. And, and we can have an inside garden as well, an indoor garden. And you're saying you can grow the vegetables all year round with this hydroponics All year method. round, all year round. And what they've done in some countries, I mean, when you really go deep into it, because there are hydroponic farms and that as well. There's one yeah. shop I saw on Green Lane. have one, don't they? Yeah, mm. I think, yeah, they have them inside. Yeah, they grow them inside. Um, so, well, it is inside farming because you don't want to have the tanks outside to be contaminated by the rainwater, which right. disturbs all of the nutrients and everything in the bottom. So you have your little tanks inside full of water and solutions and everything that will help the plant to grow as well as it being in the right um, light. And it, it is a little bit scientific, oh, but I love a challenge. A bit too, um, a bit too scientific a for bit me. scientific for you. But yeah, I'm, just about I, planting plants outside. <laughs> Try and plant them inside. <laughs> yeah. But it's actually a really, really good system. And it's something worth looking into as well. Definitely, yeah. So, and I never knew about it. And guess where I learnt about it? TikTok. TikTok <laughs> goes the clock. Oh, that's gotta right. Love TikTok. I learned it on TikTok. Then I TikTok. then I went over to YouTube to find some more videos, and there's lots there. So check it out, hydroponics, beautiful people, because we don't know where we're going to be. Yeah, you're right. I can. Yeah, you sure? You can hear something playing in the background. Is that you? All right. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't think it's me playing in the background, but. We'll see. Oh, see. and I need to apologise now. 
Why? For the sniffling that oh. will, will be happening throughout the show. It's allergies, guys. I have allergies. I apologise. And the rustling of the tissue. And the rustling of the tissues. Please. <laughs> Leave it. Okay. <laughs> so moving on. Our oh, question dear. for the day is that a female pr- approaches you, okay, to have a play date with her child. What do you do if you're a married man? All right, so a female approaches you to have a play date with her child. What do you do if you're a married man? And the reason why it sounds like a really bizarre question, it does sound quite bizarre, right? Because you think play date, whatever. But we're going to see why we're asking the question like this. Yes, it was a a listener that sent in this uh, conundrum. (laughs) And um, we want to look into it. We want you guys' opinion on what do you think about this situation. Absolutely. So we're going to shout out first on Mark Philogene as well as DJ Slim for such a fabulous show yesterday. Um, You can catch Mark Philogene on a Monday and a Sunday, as well as DJ Slim on a Monday and a Thursday. Sweet music, guys. Totally amazing stuff. And not forgetting that following me tonight will be DJ Laro from 8 o'clock. So the National Day is national... Now, this is quite a topic that's come up of late. Yeah. And it's quite bizarre that this topic will be there sort as of a national day right as a national day and i it, it what is the national daily today is national missing children's day it's really sad i'm sorry i just i find this quite heart-wrenching being a mother of two um but it says national national missing children's day is celebrated not celebrated is observed mm. on may 25th each year and it shines a spotlight on child safety. The observance also honours the professionals dedicated to protecting children around the country. Well, it says most children go missing when, when, um, when they're coming home. Or well, it says most children who go missing do come home. Uh, whether they've wandered off or there's a misunderstanding, many do find their way back to their families, according to the Polyclass Foundation, 99.8% come home of those who are, are who are abducted as well mm. and it says nine percent are kidnapped by family and it's funny because there was a princess that i wrote, read of i think it was only yesterday um what was her name princess in dubai okay and the dad kidnapped her. her yeah the dad kidnapped <laughs> her and tried to keep kept her hostage in the villa prison as she called it um so she was um kidnapped by her her father but it says only a small fraction are stranger abductions. Um, but the fact remains, if it happens to any child, it happens to too many, yeah. too many children. And I would say this is even more prevalent at the moment where we know, mm. um, even though it's not making news, it's making Instagram and TikTok and mm. Twitter news, that there are quite a few children at the moment that are going missing. Um, one of which uh, did get well two of which actually got home this week Mm. um or within the last 10 days um and one was abducted in enfield yeah and we know or have people have observed who is driving around in a white van taking these children um it's very scary how close to home it is that you know this is happening uh obviously all parents are on high alert because i went to take my two home so they can be uh, get ready for bed and whatever before the show 
And a white van drove past me wow. with two men in it that looked like the two men in the picture. And oh, I was just like, that's scary. <gasps> they can't be in this area. It, it, but you know, it's one of those things where your anxiety is on high alert. Every, You'll it's be like vigilant. If you want a new car, the new car you want, you see it all the time, yeah. isn't it? So yeah. when you know something is around or if you're aware of something, you tend to be more... That's what you tend to see a lot of. Vigilant. You're just around and you're aware and yeah. you are looking for signs because you your children are safe with you. You know that you're driving them home. Yeah. So they're going to reach their destination. Yeah. However, I see a lot of children walking home on their own. I and know. it's it's parents are at, at work it's unavoidable sometimes like yeah. I, I feel it for the parent the, the one parent two parent households where literally the school is at the top of the road mm. a lot can happen between door one and door 50 do you know what I mean like someone says oh yeah your mum said I've got to come and pick you up and as well as you might know your parents or may not know your parents mm. are they going to send their friends to come and get you you know how trained are our children to know when to um not accept a lift from someone and how trained are our children in defending themselves because mm. i do remember jayla's um teacher saying they had a stranger danger um session where they had i think it was a policeman go in and teach children how to what they should do if a stranger tries to take them or whatever. Mm. <laughs> oh, she said, oh, oh Jayla knew exactly what to do. <laughs> and I'm like, it's because I tell her, like, even if you're walking next to me, you know there are people, I know you know of someone that the child tried to get taken from the mum's hand. Yeah, yeah. And this was very close to home by someone you wouldn't even expect I, we do have expectations, unfortunately. Someone you wouldn't expect to be that kind of person. Um, and they try to walk off with the child. And they try to walk off with the child. So does your child know how to re- respond? Do yeah. you know how to respond in that instance? You know? What would you do? Like, like, go I, for the eyes. I think I saw uh, also it was a father. He posted and the young daughter was on social media and she started a dialogue with someone. Yeah. It turns out that the guy was a lot older than what she yeah, was, an African guy. Yeah. She was 14 and they had arranged to, to meet. meet up. They had arranged to meet. The dad Boy. was pretending to be her and he went into mm. this. He would have killed the man, mm. but they called the police and so on and so forth. And the situation was obviously dissolved, but this is going on on a daily. So when we're going back to, we are, and the funny thing is we spoke about this on a show Maybe it was last week or a couple, couple of weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah. And today is National Missing Children's Day. And the funny thing is, um, someone also sent me, it was Richard, sent me in a picture of there's six missing children here. So we have Javon Andrew Perry. I think that he was returned. However, we have Renee Good, Garrett, Darnell O'Brien, Kennedy Sanger, Corey James and Rashan Williams. None of these children have been found. There are five boys there. Yeah, five boys. Five boys, one girl. Well, one of the one of the young men, Javon Andrew Perry, has been. I think he's been found. Hopefully, safely home. But I think that one they found it some a child also in the river. Sadly, oh. the other yeah, and it's um, it's disheartening to yeah. think I'm looking at these young beautiful faces and they are all um children of color as well. Yeah. 
and they're missing. We're, we're looking at it being National Missing Children's Day. And when it says there, 9% of um, children are kidnapped by a family or someone that they know. Yeah. A small fraction it is stranger abductions. But the fact remains it's happening to any child. It happens to, and it's too many. And it says, well, the observance does honour those who have gone above and beyond to protect children. It also offers resources to continue protecting them further. So here are some ways that we can maintain. And they're talking about this in the sense of uh, missing children that have been abducted by parents. Oh. So we're not looking at, we've looked at stranger abductions. And yeah. I guess in the, the case of those young children that we just mentioned. They may be stranger abductions. It you may don't be know. stranger abductions. So it says maintain custody documents. So if it's, say, a family situation. Yeah that you've got to maintain the custody documents that's if you have them because a lot of people they live estranged and possibly don't have documents but it's something as simple as a birth certificate just because you're named as a father on the birth certificate Mm. if you are not married yeah you do not have custody of that child Mm. um unfortunately so you have to make sure because some sometimes the case is that the the father has been given rights but the mum has taken the child on her weekend that she's supposed to have um, and not return the child. Mm. So that's that's the sad equivalent of a child abduction because the mum is not supposed... That child is not supposed to be in the mother's custody. It's supposed yeah. to be in the dad's custody. But because the father may not be married to the mother, you have to make sure you have those documents yeah. that state, no, this is my child. They're supposed to be with me full time. Mm. They only visit mum on weekends and holidays. Yeah. So I think that's that's very important. I think the next point is to keep a recent photo of our children. So have recent photos handy yeah. um, so that we can obviously see a real, not real time, but true reflection of them as they are now. Mm. Um, also keep medical and dental records up to date so we spoke about that taking the youngsters taking to, the to the dentist the other yeah. day didn't we and also making online safety because we just spoke of that young girl the father thankfully he was aware and so he what he did was he was able to um, it was able to speak in the second person yeah as if he was a young girl and that young black guy he was actually a traffic warden african traffic warden <gasps> that's terrible yeah, that yeah that he was detained by the police yeah and then all if you'd have seen the conversation it was just so what are your guidelines around things such as social media do you know what you as know? well i feel like we should not expect our children to have um we shouldn't expect our children to be social media savvy because mm. adults are naive. Yeah. Adults go on dating apps. They they go on social media, meet people online and we'll go and meet random strangers. So we mm. can, if we do that, as I say we, I'm not talking about myself, but I'm saying if adults do that, how can you expect your 13, 14, 15 year old child to not do the same? Mm. So, um, and you, you, as a parent, it's, it's so challenging to say you should know who your children are talking to because that's one of the downsides of social media unless your child is extremely open with you and you have all their logins and all their passwords and they don't mind because that's what and they shouldn't mind they really shouldn't mind (laughs) 
Who are you going to know who they're talking to? be hiding anything, really. But that is also that down to us as the parent. Mm. How how easy do we make the the you know lines of communication? How easy is it for them to be open with us? But also having things such as blockers, having it child friendly, and why would you you want your underage child, sixteen or whatever, on social media? And there are there are. Sadly, we've mentioned TikTok, and yeah. and as good as it is for business, and as good as it is for certain TikTok. things, it is actually a lot of these forums, paedophiles do yeah. access these networks. So as parents, I mean, Kenny's always looking over my shoulder, yeah. seeing what I'm doing on socials. I get really quiet, what are you doing, you know? <laughs> because it's a protective it's, thing though, isn't it? Yeah, it's just privacy, wanna... personal. Yeah. But your kids... Your youngsters. But it shouldn't be. That's what I'm saying. It shouldn't be privacy. It shouldn't be privacy and personal. No, even with adults. I'm Mm. sorry. Because I feel like I would want my my husband to know if something's happened to you. Oh, I know she was speaking to that person on on social media. I know she's Mm. speaking to that person. It shouldn't be so private that your family member doesn't know where you are, what's happened, what the situation is. Mm. Do you know mm. what I mean? So in some instances, yeah, there is a bit of, I don't like you looking over my shoulder at who I'm talking to. But in other instances, it is... Necessary. Yeah. Yeah. If I, I if I, g- God forbid, went missing, would you know who the last five people it was that I spoke to? And would, it, would they be able to get into your phone? Give me the pa- Give me your password, Give me your password. <laughs> give me your password. What's the password, Marcus? <laughs> yeah. So definitely in in that sense we have we know each other's passwords yeah nothing to hide yeah. in that sense but we're talking in the sense of our youngsters and making if they are going to go online don't think they should have to make media. it what's that i don't think a, a youngsters should have social media i think it should be shared mm. if if you're gonna if you want to tiktok yeah you, i know how addictive tiktok can be it's so surpassed instagram but <laughs> I know how addictive these things can be and how they can entrap you in your time. Mm. But if your child wants a TikTok, it should be a shared one. Okay. Fair enough. There are many families that use TikTok as a family TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. So another point is complete background checks on the caregivers and check references. Yes. So if you have like even a babysitter coming in to look after your children. Yes. You need to know that they are what who they say they are, mm. okay? Because I'm not going to go into, again, like I said, I'm writing a self-help book, and in my childhood, 70s, no one was vetted. Yeah. Nobody was vetted, and issues can arise. Yeah. But thankfully, it wasn't abduction, but other things can happen. So things such as complete, complete, like, enhanced DBS <laughs> situation going on here, yeah. you know? To make sure that whoever's looking after the youngsters, your youngsters, that it that that it's fine to leave them with your children. I think that could be a bit double-ended, double-edged sworded mm. though, because some people entrust their children with family members, and I'm thinking of cases like Victoria Columbia, who was with a family member. Hey. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. as much as we. And one of the points of this Natural Missing Children's Day was that it, it is by family members that they do get taken. So 
I would just reinforce the fact that you need to have 100% trust in that person Mm. that they don't have the access to go anywhere with your child. They don't have the intent to go anywhere with your child. Their relationship with you is so kosher that you could just be like, oh, they're not picking up the phone. Oh, maybe they're doing this. Like, you just... It's not something that you would even second... You wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Because you... Even with family, I'm very particular with who I will leave them with. Mm-hmm. Go and spend the day, fine. Sleepovers and all that kind of jazz. I get a bit... No. It's just how you... You know how you are as a parent. Mm. And some people might look at that as you being funny, but what would you prefer? Your family members looking at you as being funny or your child not being protected? And it's down to you as a parent anyway, regardless of whoever says oh yeah they're fine it's down to you as a parent yes to make the last decision in yes. that sense uh, the next point is never leave young children unattended in strollers and car seats oh yeah. never leave young children unattended in strollers and car seats yeah and i, I can see a point in that because it's quick you're looking doing shopping you know going for the racks and yeah. the child's in the stroller don't have the stroller behind you always have it in front of you in front yeah yes don't have the children walking behind you. Always have them in front of you. Yes. In fact, I never used to like them reins. You know the little reins on the children? Yeah. Have reins on the children, on the arms <laughs> as they're walking. You that see? You can, you can see them. People used to love that. you got a bag with a ring. Listen, I know where my child is from three feet in front mm. of me. I know where she is three feet in behind. I can't feel no tug. Where are you? Yeah. Yeah. I know people think, oh, yeah, but a hand is better than a rein. It is. But children like to let go of your hand and run away. Mm. Yeah, they do. But They're you've got playing. that rucksack strapped to them with that lead. Yeah. You might laugh. They like to hide. When you go shopping, they like to hide under things and whatnot. Oh, it happens to so, my friend. Yeah. Oh, bless. In Morrison. <laughs> and bless her. She was losing her mind. Can't find my son. Where's he gone? Where's he This was many, many years ago. Can't find my son. Where's he gone? And got the security involved it was you know went quite far (laughs) and the young man that is very grown and intelligent and amazing now was hiding underneath the fruit and veg section boo mummy (laughs) and your heart's in your mouth oh man your heart's in your mouth and can you imagine when we look look at those young children that we mentioned just then Mm. what their parents are going through yes So it says whenever, this is quite an interesting fact, Lily, that whenever possible, don't dress children in clothing with their names on it. No. Yeah, I've heard that many times. Wow. Don't take pictures of them on your social media with them in their school uniform. Mm, You see so much of that. Oh, my Johnny's still in school school. today. Johnny. And And school uniform pasted all over for people to go and Google it and know, okay, her name is Jennifer Lawrence Mm. and I know where she goes to school. Oh, yeah, she's my my niece. Yes. I've come to pick her up from school. Oh, and the password is? Because I know the student school don't use passwords Mm. Mm. because there have been occasions when I've sent certain people to pick up my children and they have not asked them for a password. So please, people, do not take pictures of your children in their uniforms. And also teach them their address and phone number as young as possible. Mm. So does the little ones, do they know their address and their phone number? Phone number, no. Mm. Address, they know they live in London. 
say, say teach them their address and phone number as young as possible. Because I know that young boy um, in Enfield, although he escaped, that they did drug him. Yes, they did. They did drug they him. They did. And I mean, we've spent a lot of time here on the National Day uh, because this is this is something that is so... It's like a wound that's open, yeah. that's so relevant and prevalent at this particular time mm. that it's something that we need to speak about <coughs> Sorry, National Missing Sorry. Children's Day and how crazy that it is mm. um, today, this National um, Missing Children's Day. So hashtag Missing Children's Day. It says other ways to get involved include recognising someone dedicated to protecting children and to bringing missing children home, attend a ceremony honouring law enforcement and private citizens alike. You can also volunteer in your community, share a, a safety presentation and visit www.ojdp.gov. Now, I have been sent, actually, and I'll have to find it during the break, but there is something coming up that is a Zoom meeting that's going to be covering our our youngsters and yeah. I, I, I've, I've got I to find it. Um, it's a Zoom meeting coming up very, very soon about our missing children and what we can do about it. So during the break, I'll find that. Come and join us in the chat room. I'll post the information there or we will post the information there and you can tap into that as well because very very important and i just want to um call out the names of those young ones that we have here and what number you can call so if you have seen or you are aware of whether these current children are the number to call or text is one one six zero 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 that's one one six zero 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 and currently we have javon andrew perry we have renee good garrett darnell o'brien Kennedy Senga, Corey James and Rashawn Williams. Mm -hmm. So that number again, 116-000. If they've run away and they're safe, that is still a number that you need to call because the parents need to know where they are. Absolutely. And the sad thing is that's only six that we've highlighted. Yeah, and there are many more. There are quite a number more of these youngsters and we really would love to see that they are returned home safely. So, beautiful people, we'll see y'all in five. Oh, yeah. Sounds of heat wave. Is that still playing there? Oh, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Johnny Wilder. That was a great band, you know, heat wave. Do you know they used to come and hang out at my, my house? <laughs> with my mum with my mum serious really yeah 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 what was that like they were just like auntie uncle johnny auntie his wife was Roslyn. yeah wow. so we were very young at the time very young but i think mum they they knew a lot of musicians and all those kinds of guys well that would make sense given the fact that um Granddad was in the Greyhounds. Yeah. So yeah. most probably would have been one. I think that mum knew them kind of outright. I don't know if she met them through, like, dad's friends. Okay. But, um, yeah. And they came... Do you remember... Oh, well, you wouldn't remember because you weren't existing. Like <laughs> they were probably there, you know. Um, but I think it was in 1977 they had the Silver Jubilee of Queen Elizabeth. Okay. So they came to our area. 
and they'd done a big show and it oh, was great wow. yeah people still Amazing. remember it to this day they still remember it to this Amazing. day so yeah mum knew a lot of lot of people so in talking about that we were just talking on a national missing children's day and really just being aware that it is there are a lot of missing children out there um we're also um shouting out dj george flavors you can catch D- dj george on a saturday and um, with the reggae with flavors and sunday the variety of spy show and we're shouting out to laro as well you can catch laro tonight from eight um from 8 p.m but you can also catch laro on a friday and a sunday as well so today in history naturally lily yeah um there's a lady and her name was hazel scott I've never heard of Hazel Scott before, but she was also known as a first African-American woman to have her own television show and was born in Port of Spain, Trinidad and Tobago. But I love this quote that she spoke about and it says there, I've always known I was gifted, which is not the easiest thing in the world for a person to know because you're not responsible for your gift, only for what you do with it. That is so true. Right? That is so very What we do with our gifts is, you know, we're not responsible for it because God's given it to us. Yeah. But what do we do with it? Do you know what's funny? Oh, it's not funny. I found, like I was saying saying this to you earlier Mm. about the fact that we're raised to obviously be very humble and not really big ourselves up that much and all this kind of stuff. But when you are gifted, how do you keep that to yourself without bigging yourself up you have to but i think some people never use their gifts yeah some people are so afraid to use their gifts yeah that they just choose to do something else yeah and it's a matter of tapping into our genius because regardless of what we choose to be some women who've always wanted to be mother for instance yeah that's a gift that's what she's always wanted to do and she's fulfilling that yeah it's not anything out of the i mean michael jackson you know he was gifted oh my man prince he was so gifted (laughs) and they went out and done other things with the gifts that they had yeah but just because someone's a superstar out there to the world yeah doesn't mean that they're not a superstar to that that child that's been loved and nurtured by a mother or a father or some young boy that's gone on and wanted to be a pilot or something yeah their gifts have not been nurtured and i think that was the point that she was making I like the sentence, though, you're not responsible mm. for your gift. You're only responsible for what you do with it. You don't own the fact that you have had this gift bestowed upon you, but what you do with it is your responsibility. Absolutely. Just like if you choose to be a mother, because that is your gift, that is what you do with that responsibility. Mm. That's that's a really nice quote, actually. It's like lovely, that. isn't it? So that's a nice quote. from. And her name was Hazel Scott, pianist. And she, well, she's obviously another kind of woman in her right, the first African-American woman to own her own television show. Wow. So that was amazing back then, wasn't it? I didn't get the dates on that, but I'll I'll find out, I'll find out. But who we were highlighting is um, Bill Bojangles. Or Bill Bojangles Robinson. He was born in 1878. Does anyone out there know who Bill Bojangles Robinson was? Um, Beautiful people. He was... Um, born in May on May the twenty fifth. Oh, see here, Google's listening to our conversation, guys. 
She wants to get involved. Google wants to get involved in our conversation. And please remember that you can call in 07895 134 713 to join in on the conversation. And um, the question, let's go back to the question, shall we, Lily? Just before we go into Bill Bojangles, it's a female or a male approaches you to have a play date with their child. What do you do if you're a married man or woman? So it could be a man that's asked you to go on a play date with a child, or a woman that's asked you to go on a play date with her child, and you're the opposite sex, and you're either with a partner or married. What do you do in that situation? And that was sent in to us by one of our listeners, Ray Chanel, if you're listening. Thank you for the question. And we, she just asked us that she wanted us to tackle that question. We'll look at that a little bit later yeah. in the second half of the show. And the time is just going rapidly. Goodness gracious. 25th of May, end of the month. The year is going rapidly, let's I be know. fair. What's going on, beautiful people? The year is going rapidly. What is going on? Not much is happening, but the year is going rapidly. Well, there's a lot happening. Behind the scenes. Behind yeah, the, in the back scenes. Office, That's in the back right. Office. The, the pot is on the back burner. Mm. You know, it takes sometimes it takes food a long time to cook, you know. Yeah, then four-hour oxtail. Right, there you go. See? Yeah. But when it's ready, it's ready. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so... Bill Bojangles Robinson, he was a tap dancer. You out there, Lily? Um, yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> He's a legendary um, Af- um, American tap dancer and entertainer who began his career in vaudeville. But in the 1920s, he found his way to Broadway and a huge success in the 1930s. It says his star value grew on the silver screen. And you'll find Bill Bojangles, I mean... Does he mean anything to you, this Bill Bojangles? The word Bojangles does, but not for the reason that it is in his name most probably. Okay. <laughs> well, Bill Bojangles, do you remember Shirley Temple? Yeah. He was in a lot of her films. Okay. A lot of her films. And he was a millionaire. He oh. was a millionaire through all of his filming and all that stuff. He wasn't you know. the guy that played the black man in most of those films that got stereotyped a lot of them got stereotyped Lily. let's look at it. let's look at it in the because i can only see i can only see one black guy mm. i don't know if it's in a shirley temple movie though one black guy and he's in a field and he's being manhandled because they said that i can't even remember but i just see i'm seeing this scene in my head and wondering if this is Bill Was that in the 1930s? He was a dancer. He was a dancer. So you'd see him tap dancing a lot with Shirley Temple. I think it may be the same person. Yeah. But they, they were, a lot of actors in that day were stereotyped. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. You know, the slave and the maid and the not doing kind of much in society kind of person. Yeah. When they are, we are the kind of the backbone to a degree because yeah. without these people, without the cotton pickers, no one would have been rich. This without is true. The people making yeah. the rum, no one would have been rich. Yeah. Yeah. But no one looks at that. A lot of people just look at the end product yeah. and not the process. And the process is very, very important. Yeah, it is. Okay. So this Mr. Um, Bill Bojangles, uh, it's his Earth Strong today, and I mean that we have a lot of information here. The sad thing is he died penniless. Oh. I know, I know he did die penniless, but he was on the silver screw screen, and that was in the nineteen thirties. Likewise with Shirley Temple, she, her, 
that her parents squandered a lot of her money too. But it says he um, he wasn't raised by his parents, so no one actually knows mm. much of his early life, and most of it is known through legend, yeah. which is kind of what he's made up himself. So the origin of his existence and how he got into the care of his grandparents and all that kind sure. of stuff, no one actually knows the true origin of it. Um, he claims that at birth he was christened as Luther, mm. um, a name that he didn't like. And he suggested he, to his younger brother, Bill, that they exchange names. Uh, Bill objected. Okay. I'm not giving he didn't you like my Luther name. <laughs> Luther applied <laughs> his fits and the exchange was made. Oh, sorry. Luther applied his fists <laughs> and the exchange was made. So he was, he was a bit of a rough and tough when he was younger. <laughs> Um, and the new Luther later adopted the name Percy and became a well-known drummer. So his brother oh, wow. was a, a well-known drummer named Percy Luther Bojangles. Bojangles. Oh, and you're right. Yes, yes, Joy McKay. It is Mr. Bojangles' dance. Could you send Mr. us in a video of Mr. Bojangles' dance, please? I, I, <laughs> no, he done a lot of tap dancing. Okay. Yeah, he done a lot. And tap dancing in the sand. Oh. You know, that nice, you know, the sound. I wonder if he was, he was the um, inspiration for Michael Jackson's tap. Because a lot of people don't know Michael Jackson was quite fluent in tap dance. Mm. So I wonder if he was the inspiration. More than likely, because he used to watch a lot of the silver screen. He and did. Black and white, didn't he? He did, yeah. So who knows, who knows. But he, he did make a big impact. He was on the silver screen, had a lot of success in his life. And... Um, Went on to loads of films here, The, the Little Colonel, The Littlest Rebel, Rebecca of Sunnybrook, a lot of films. He starred in a lot of films mm. and he did make a mark like to the, they're saying about three million mark. And back in the day, sorry, three million back in the day was a hell of a lot of money. Yeah, he was getting like 3,500 a week. Mm. That's and that's in the 1930s. Remember, they're just coming out of slavery How as well. How do you die penniless if that's what you're earning? I know. It's, but it's then, such a shame, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And I, I wonder if he had children as well. If he went on to... he done a lot. Mm. Beautiful people. We don't have really have a lot of time to go into him, but we're just going to commemorate that it is his um, birthday today, Zerf Strong. And um, thinking of all these wonderful ancestors that have gone before us that were able to break through break the barriers of of being held back you know because it's stated there as well that he did suffer a lot of racist abuse yeah he suffered a lot however that never stopped him that never stopped him from being as great as he was so mr bill bojangles and i'd love to well i've seen the the bojangles dance because he used to sort of dance in the sand and then I can't say it. I'm trying to do it in the studio here sitting down it's really it's not, it. pop. it's not possible it's not possible alright so the word of the day Lily. I, I, when I looked at this I laughed because I, I thought of other other words when I when I let's, heard let's it let's not put the word into <laughs> people's minds okay because the word of the day mm. is um and I'm going to look at it before I say it out loud because I might say something else. <laughs> bumba shoot. Bumba shoot. Has anyone heard of that word, bumba shoot? It says here, 
definition umbrella it's an umbrella no way this is ridiculous (laughs) it's an umbrella it's just another name for an umbrella so it says umbrellas have plenty of names in britain we know it as a brolly oh where's my brolly it's in the bottom of my bag you know (laughs) it's a popular alternative Bumba shoots. I'm gonna start calling it that. I wonder. Yeah, where's your bumba shoot? We're gonna try. We needed a bumba shoot this week. Yeah, because it's been a lot of rain. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. Right. So there you go, guys. New word for your umbrella, and it says Charles Dickens' novel Martin Chuzzlewit has inspired some English speakers to dub oversized version Gamps. Bumbershoot is predominantly American nickname for an umbrella and one that has been recorded as a whimsical, slightly relevant handle for umbrellas since oh, it's a handle for an umbrella since the late 1800s. Mm. So it's slang, it's always the Americans, though, like even what they call a fanny pack, the bum bag. Okay, it's a bum bag, and that's what they call it, yeah, because that in America means bum. What? The first word. Okay. <laughs> After the way you just looked at me, I don't want to repeat. Well, I don't s- want to repeat. But that's, that's a name. That's someone's name. No, it's not someone's it, name. It there was lots of women's I names know, called Fanny. I know, but it's, no, it's not acceptable. But with, how did it go from being someone's name or being something else to being something else? Because we nasty it up. But the, the, that's what I'm saying. American words. Yeah. That is an American word for a bum bag. Wow. It says, but it appears that the bum, bumba is a modification of the umba, bumba, umbrella, bumbarella. So someone couldn't say it properly, basically. Maybe. Mummy, mummy, yeah. where's my bumba shoot? There you go. So beautiful people. We did need a lot of a bumba shoot this, this oh, week because it has been raining all week. And um, yeah, so there's another word to add to the vocabulary, bumba shoot. If you can put it into the... Um, the what's it called the chat box that'd be great in a sentence as we're speaking on a bit later on and um yes joy that's right pass my bumba shoot <laughs> that's right but you you've got loads of those mum you have lots of bumba shoots okay i'm so sorry i've got a deal you can't deal why can't you deal naturally lily it's just wrong it's just why wrong. is it wrong it is what it is right it's, it's words and words yeah. have so much meaning Words are amazing. Yeah, Words can are. be degrading. They can be uplifting. They can be make, bring you down. They can lift you up. It's just how we use them. Yeah, it's very true. It? It's so, very true. beautiful people, the question we're asking <clears throat> today, we'll go back to that question. And it is, if a female approaches you to have a play date with her child or vice versa, what do you do if you're a married person or if you're in a relationship? What do you do? All right, we'll see y'all in five. Stay there. We'll be back after these. Are you having an event and looking for entertainment for your event? For all ages, from bouncy castles, selfie mirrors, rodeo balls, call Boss Ledger now on 07 That's 07 
We provide entertainment for wedding, children's parties and corporate events. Check out our website www.bossleisure.co.uk Boss Leisure, we've got you covered anywhere in the UK. Boss Leisure, the name you can trust for your events. This is a very important health message. My name is Errol McKellar. MBE. I am a prostate cancer survivor and founder of the charity, the Errol McKellar Foundation. Do you know that over 47,000 men a year are diagnosed with prostate cancer? Do you also know that over 11,000 men also die of prostate cancer? That means that one man will die every 45 minutes. Do you also know that one in eight European men will die of prostate cancer? But more frighteningly, that one in four Afro-Caribbean men will die of prostate cancer. But the truth is, prostate cancer doesn't care about your colour. Prostate cancer doesn't care about your wealth. Prostate cancer doesn't care about you. What prostate cancer will do, if you ignore it, it will kill you. At the Errol McKellar Foundation, our aims and mission is to talk with as many men and their partners as possible to ensure they are fully aware of the dangers posed by prostate cancer, recognising potential symptoms and know about the available tests and information. We want to stop men from dying through ignorance and fear for more details please visit www.theerilmckellarfoundation.com or email temf2018 at gmail.com please remember that health is your wealth visit zandoli.co.uk for this summer's hottest street fashion straight to your door shop tracksuits sweatshirts t-shirts and ladies gym wear online today at zandoli.co.uk and we'll give 35% to the St Vincent and Grenadines volcanic fundraiser plus pre-order our new ranges and you'll get 10% off go online today at zandoli.co.uk bienvenue on bienvenue to Et puis le programme Chaudier Show et puis DJ Naiji Asso All Flavors Radio. Et c'est logé Asso www.allflavorsradio.com pour écouter le programme Chaudier Show. Et puis en locadas, Zouk, Compa, Music Mamay Lakai, Kulti Nativel, Codrill et puis la comète, venez jouer moi tous les samedis à 8h pour 10h, dernier du temps. Et puis Creole, sous content Creole. Nous tout content. Asura Radio All Flavor. All Flavors Radio is now looking for radio presenters. Email us at info at allflavorsradio.com. Call us now on 07895-134713. That's 07895-134713.
sounds of Rolls Royce. How you doing, Chrissy? DJ Laro. DJ Laro on from eight until ten tonight. Big stuff last night. DJ Slim, Mark Fullerjean. Shout out George Flavors. Joy McKay, how you doing, Mumra? Norbert from Castries. And Pele, how you doing? Sending enough love to you, Shaz Dance. Along with Junior and the family, Michael and everybody. And big up Sonia from Berlin. Di Carlo. Gal Gal. As well as. Guess 685. Yeah, we're just in this kind of disco mood, you know. They made great songs back then, I must say. Tanya, Heather, how you doing, Heather? Doreen, and does anyone remember the soundtrack? What this music came from? High five, guest 683. Guest 783. And guest R10E. Sending love and blessings to Ray Chanel, to John John, to Black Lotus, Marjak, Anisha and family, to Duane, Janae, Jola, Tai Tai. To the WhatsApp crew, 
tuning crew, chat room, and all the listeners around the world. You're listening to All Flavors Radio on the 25th of May, and the time is rapidly coming. You know, I can't believe how quick this year is going. And, well, we are, you know, we've been here, it's week 43 for us on All Flavors Radio, and it's been wonderful. Yeah, it's been wonderful, hasn't it, Lily? It's been great. How many weeks are we from for a while? Well, we're anniversary about nine weeks away. Amazing, we- and that's quite scary that we're nine weeks away from August. Yeah, because it at the moment it doesn't feel too much like anything like summer, like spring, like yeah. Does it? It's a bit strange out it there. Just, I mean, this time last year, I'm sure there was heat and summer and sun. Yeah, there was because I remember sitting on on the hill. Mm. You know, doing work on the hill in this beautiful blue skies. But, you know, yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. And our breaking news today we, we um, is all about the tributes that are pouring out for this beautiful activist, um, Sasha Johnson. And it says the tributes are pouring on, on social media. There's people outside the hospital. It's a young lady. And she was shot in the head at a party oh dear. um she is a member of the talk taking the initiative party <laughs> oh, oh so sorry wow the taking initiative party um was established by a group of british um business people some from working class backgrounds okay. um, who felt like many others across the country you know that we uh, that we had become politically homeless so as a people um, that we'd become politically homeless. So it is a black party, okay. TTIP, taking the initiative party. I think I, we've pertained to them a few times in our discussions. Okay. Um, but through this lady, um, this Sasha Johnson, I find f- sort of found out who this party is. And they founded the party. They said it's to create meaningful politics that will inspire people to get out and vote. Now, I don't know if you're a voter or what. I nope. You know, it's um, all one of the same things sometimes, I feel. But it says they want to put forward candidates for election who truly represent their community. So this young lady, Sasha Johnson, she was working for or she was an activist for this for this party. party. Yeah. And sadly, she was shot. She was shot around 3 a.m. Can't remember what date it was. Um, over the start end, I think it was. Okay. So what I thought found was quite interesting was that was that um, they said that the firearm, the guys that discharged the firearm, that they came in and um, they came in and shot fires, or they shot at the party. Yeah. And then there's other conflicting information, information there. So, you know, your thoughts on the, the point of her, obviously, they, they're saying it's not connected to her being to, with this party. She's an activist as well of the Black Lives Matter group. And just basically she's fighting for her life. All right, she's a mother of two, but she was out at 3 till 3 a.m. 3 partying. And um, the rival gang, no one knows about that. But... Your thoughts, Lily? I mean, the fact that she was out, that might be in the first time she's been out in a long while, so we don't mm. know if we can um, make a statement there. But 
I don't know. I don't really. It's another life that's been lost. Not lost. She's fighting for her life. Mm. But what's her what's her um, quality of life going to be like now? I mean, people just people do things very. We live in a heartless world. Sometimes mm. you look at this and you think, look at what we've spoken about earlier on with the children that are missing and then you hear things like this. And it's just it's just a never-ending, vicious cycle. When is it going to stop? When is it going to, yeah. Yeah, because it says there was a rival gang um, that may have heard about someone being at this particular party. And she just was collateral damage. She just happened to be there. And she's the one, yeah that got shot but it's got nothing to do with her activism it's got nothing to do with what she does see this is why i don't know why it was necessary to to mention that in this statement what do you mean i don't know why that was necessary to mention it like it could have just been mother of three brutally shot down you know why did it have to be about politics would this have made the news would this would this have made the headlines mm. if she wasn't an activist if she wasn't involved with this political party who knows because i know in tottenham probably about 15 years ago there was a young lady sat in her car and she was gunned down there was another young lady are they affiliated i i have no idea but they're saying there's no affiliation she was just in the wrong place at the wrong time yeah and now she's obviously fighting for her life and she says that, that it says that she's organized lots of black lives matter uh, what do they call them protests marches events. and protests and so forth because the funny thing is is although that this has happened it's also on the anniversary of the George Floyd but this is what I'm saying yeah why is it necessary yeah to mention that all of those things yes those things are important mm. but the main the main thing that's important here is the fact that a young woman is fighting for her life. Yeah. Not her activism, not the Black Lives Matter movement. Don't shoot me for saying that, but it's true. It's her life that is mattering right yes. now because she has been... Gunned down? She has been the collateral damage of gang rivalry. Right. Or has she? Because no one really knows. But, exactly. No so one really the, knows. The, the, story, the, the headline is the young woman fighting for her life after such and such events it doesn't have anything to do with any activism and i do i do think it's kind of like you know how the media like to to upsell it's really bad to say mm. it like that but it is it's upselling um when you're trying to dress up something to be more than what it is because it mm. clearly has nothing to do with her activism has nothing to do with george floyd it has nothing to do with black lives matter movement yeah but because she has been involved in those things before how can they pique the interest of us as black people to read this? Because most of the time this is on an online, no one buys pay newspaper anymore. Yeah. So most of the time it's going to be on, on an online um, forum. forum. Or, yeah. What can push these people to read? Oh, yep, she's an activist. That will get us reading it. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. just, it's... It's so sad that you have, they have to use these methods to get people like us to read the story and support the family and you know is it a method though i feel like it is i feel like it is i don't feel like this would have made papers if she wasn't an activist really yeah so is it something that's going on 
constantly and continually. It is. It's going on all the time. How we had many, many years ago, but we had a, a shooting happen very close to it's where Mark we Duggan. lived. That not Mark Duggan. I'm talking no. about the family. Oh, the, the lady. Couple. Yes, yes. That wasn't yes. in the papers. Yeah. If she was an activist, it might have been. Do you see what I mean? It's just mm. it's. So do you think we have enough sort of um, media outlets? again fubu for us and by us because i mean i do sometimes tap into the voice yeah. to see what's going on but there's a lot of old things there yeah it's not like it's updated updated there's lots of stuff to do with business and so forth but i didn't i didn't get this article from the voice it was just one that kind of came up i don't even think the the link is in there um but it's not you know, do we need more journalists? Do we need more of our people going out there and actively reporting in our behalf? Then? I Is think that what we saying? need more journalists actively reporting on things that, yeah, do directly affect us. Mm. I think, I I'm not going to talk about politics because I have no opinion on politics. Yeah. But I think, like you're saying, there's, um, in The Voice, they have things to do with business, they have things to do with... Um, opinion entertainment yeah, yeah things like that we do need more um people like us writing those articles because mm. like we spoke a couple of weeks ago about the article that spoke about um luther not being black enough yeah was that written by a black person it was an indian it was an indian man that wrote that or so no yeah, yeah, <laughs> do you know what yeah, i mean and then look yeah. at the article that came on the back end of that it just yeah. made absolutely no sense so when someone doesn't understand and i know we share many similarities to people of other ethnic um diasporas but mm. i feel like if we really want to hear our voice because they hear their voices mm. if we really want to hear our voice and honestly hear our voice then it needs to come from people like us yeah. and i think as well we do kind of make ourselves we are our own worst enemy in the sense that we push all of you know we push the racists we push the the sexists we push the people that are against us mm. but then we add fuel to the fire like the i was telling you about something yeah, earlier the, the, yeah where they yeah. had completely created a situation of hate mm. and the origin of that situation had not even it was something that hadn't was made even up, put the wood it? down. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They had made it up, and we had fueled the fire. We hadn't done our research because we do say in this show that everything that we do bring to the table, we, I mean, you know, loads of research into it. Yeah. It's not just bringing something off the backhand of what someone sent you, um, but how many people do go back and actually do the research? Mm. A journalist can't just put a story out. No without referencing it at and you've least. got to dig like and this is why i'm saying would well, you think out there beautiful people do you feel that it's necessary to have more journalism to have more insight into the things that are going on within our community because there is actually a lot going on we have a wonderful guest coming on in the next couple of weeks um jay ricky and he's he's really in tune to what is going on within the community and we'll be discussing some of those things i mean he sent me some um stuff over yeah um today and that was the one that i was um highlighting about again the missing person there's another one uh, the olu wadi 
oh, can't even mention his name, another young boy. Yeah. But also, you know, a reminder of the hidden truth and the investigator. Um, women self-made. There's the Simply Together show, the Ab- African Liberation Day. Yeah. There's so much going on. And he really is in tune. And I was trying to look for the one pertaining to um, the missing persons. Uh-huh. Zoom meeting that's coming up, and I will definitely um, let you know what that's all about because um, it's very important. So, I, I mean, I do think it's important to be updated and, mm. and informed about what is happening that's negatively impacting us, mm. but I also think it's extremely important for us to be receiving things that are uplifting us, yes. So, that like um, you mentioned just now, there's um he goes into things about empowerment and, mm, and things like mm. that. It is about lifting each other up. We're always All the time. ready to... We read the negative so often and we see the negative so often mm. that our vibrations and our energy is just always going to be off because we're always around that negative energy. Yeah. Um, and especially when it comes to do with our people and people that are like us... We need something to lift us out of mm. that energy, out of that negativity. Um, and as much as journalism is has been created to look at majority negative stories, mm. there has to be, you know, there's more, there has to be a positive side more, to it. I mean, there's lots of positives. You know, equality for black nurses is one here that they've sent over. Yeah. And, oh, this is what it is, beautiful people. It's a missing black people volunteer induction. And it's Dominic O'Norton Limited um, that is putting this on. Now, that's happening on Sunday, the 30th of May, 2021. And for more information, please contact www.missingblackpeople.com forward slash events. So that's www.missingblackpeople.com dot com forward slash events and that's something that's happening at this start end so that's something maybe worthwhile in getting into and you're right so right Lily about the our media and kind of what we're tapping into and how we can best kind of we've got to dig deep yeah. we've got to dig deep and uh, for me in this situation was just the point that yes yeah, she's an activist and they was out at a party, they're out in the garden, it's around 3am. Yeah. Like for me, I'm like, oh, I've got two kids at home, that's the kind of thing that I'm thinking about, Not, but well, not that's everybody, you. that's me, <laughs> yeah, not everyone is in that frame of mind and yeah. different c- events that might follow, whatever. And, um, and sadly, her partner could have been at home with the children, you Yeah, know. sadly, she's, she's in a really bad situation here. Yeah. Just hope that she survives through this. And again this whole gang culture because that's what's being pushed as well this gang yeah. culture and how do we get around this this is something that has been sort of plaguing our community for a long long time this yeah. whole gang culture and maybe some of the children that are going miss- missing are being initiated into these situations we don't know we haven't got a clue but there's another thing as well i've, I've said this before it's not about the talking it's about the action yeah. and how what can we get out of these things in order to move forwards and make a difference because 
a lot, a lot of our children aren't in a gang culture. No. Again, it's a minority. <laughs> yeah. It is a minority, true. but in this situation, that's what they're highlighting. So we've got to highlight it to be aware of it, but then also knowing where our youngsters are. Uh, and I, and this is why I love this platform that George um, Flavors has, has put out there, because there are not many... I'm not saying there are none, but there are not many platforms where people can come have conversation. We've got the chat line, we've got mm. the com, we've got the um, chat where we can drop information in there, and not everybody knows about events that are happening. Mm. I mean, I don't watch the news, so for me, as a listener, are there things that we may be bringing up that isn't highlighted on the news or may it may have been highlighted on the news but i missed it mm. because i'm not that person that sits down and watches channel four news every six uh, you know every day at six o'clock so it is so great that we have these platforms and we are aware of the situations that are happening mm. within our community and we are aware of the different organizations because we've mentioned quite a few yeah. over the last 43 weeks, three weeks. Yeah. um We've many we've mentioned many organisations that do support our youngsters, and it's true they are the minority that get trapped mm. in that vicious cycle that is gang culture. But there are reasons why a lot of the time there are reasons why they get trapped in this gang culture, and if we as elders, olders, parents, uncles, aunties, cousins, are aware of the reasons why can we be that person that then supports our family member or someone that we know to not be entrapped by these predators because mm. that's what they are they're predators who unfortunately were sniped when they were younger maybe and, and it is it is a vicious cycle they weren't always like that someone introduced them into the life and then they became who they are so mm. i know we look at these people with sometimes you know with such it's distasteful it's like a horrible taste in your mouth but we have to understand that they have come from similar positions to these youngsters and there has to be that cut-off point and we may be the voice that helps that cut-off happen the thing is as well we only touch on very minute yeah topics we're just scraping the surface we're not even really going in the depth of what is out there, all the things that are happening. So sharing, thank you everybody for sharing um, content, yeah. um, asking questions and making us aware of other things as well. Thank you listeners for asking questions. Thank you for helping us to say, go in and maybe research certain things as well. But we'll be here for hours speaking <laughs> with all the content that's out there. So really, again, like we say, always it's tapping into um what's going on researching what's going on and seeing how we can help make that difference so we're going to go into our question shortly but we'll see y'all in five and we will be touching the subject on leisha's lily's been dying to speak about this on what would you do if um your youngster was asked on a play date by a female and what would your situation be we'll see y'all in five Shout out the chat room crew, tuning crew, and WhatsApp crew, and the worldwide crew. How are you all doing out there on this lovely, nice and mellow 25th of May evening 2021? 
And that was the sounds of Zap. You love. They they broke um, records with that the technology of that side thing in the mouth singing, you know. And um, it was amazing, amazing time to be living. It was a happy time. The sun was always shining, and yeah, it, it didn't see so be seen as troublesome as it is now. Um, but it was just a different time, a whole different time. Shouting out to um, DJ Caddy and John J.E. as well. You can catch um, Caddy on Thursday evening as well as um, John J.E. on Sunday in the morning and DJ Ninja Man Lloyd. You can catch DJ Ninja Man Lloyd on a Thursday and a Sunday too. Um, yeah, so Lily, uh, our question. I know you've been quite heated about it. So a female approaches you, you to have a play date with her child. What do you do if you're a married person or if you're in a, uh, a relationship or vice versa man uh, not that you see much men taking their children on to the park I guess you do yeah but you know for in this instance it was a woman that um highlighted this and I'm just going to read the the caption so it's this is Amani King and she says my daughter made a new friend at the playground I asked the dad if we can play a plan a play date, he's like, okay, I'll give your number to my wife and you can ask her. I don't know what LDK means. Um, oh, LDK, is that the girl? Oh, she said, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. So it's IDK, sorry. It's IDK. I, IDK, I don't know. Why that was weird to me, aren't you her parent too? Men who have to ask their wives first bug me. So your thoughts, Lily. I know you've been dying <laughs> to speak about this one. I was. So <laughs> okay. I don't want to be that person that says she clearly doesn't have a partner, mm. but she don't have a partner. How do you know that? Because you know, or, or maybe she just does what she wants when she wants to do it and doesn't care about her partner's opinion because I would feel extremely uncomfortable mm. knowing that one... My husband and this woman are buddy buddy taking the children on play dates. Mm. No. Maybe she wanted a play date. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Our kids are friends now. Well, we should organise a play date. Is that a ruse for something else? And why are you getting salty that he said he's going to ask me to bring the child, ask the mum to bring the child? I think he's done the right thing, personally. Of course he did. Yeah, there's nothing I'm wrong with I'm going to confer with my her. wife. One, yeah. he's telling you, I have a wife. Yeah. And secondly, he's saying, it's not just my opinion that matters here. Yeah. Because she may not feel comfortable with me bringing our child to have a play date with you. So let me see what she says. Mm. And if she wants to bring the child, she'll bring the child. And then you will know. She'll be like, oh, I don't want you to bring the child. Why don't you come? The, why is it an issue? It's about our children, though, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's about our children. Since her daughter made a new friend. And I asked her dad if we can... I asked the dad if we can plan a play date. I mean, that whole if sentence. If we can plan a play date. Yeah. It sounds wrong, doesn't it? But it, then, doesn't it just? No, 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 no. I think he done the right thing by saying, I'll give your number to my wife and you can ask her because he might have just been out with the little one yeah. for that time. Maybe yeah. he's working, who knows? He was just possibly there and couldn't make a play date. And it doesn't make sense of him going anyway and taking the little one, uh, depending again on the primary um, caregiver of the youngster. But... Yeah, I, I'd have done the same, handed the number to the wife 
I think that or the the partner and said that's what I think and is it's, right thing and to do. he did well by saying as well I I'll give you my wife's number because he could have done that he could have said I'll give you my wife's number yeah and you contact her because if she did have bad intentions mm. as well she could have texted the wife and been like oh your man said blah 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 and could have caused contention because we know women yeah we know women and as much as being a female you would think oh no i would never do that women are snaky like they don't especially this new generation of of lady they seem to be they're different have an ulterior motive yeah, sometimes yeah they're different but i mean it does make the point there that her daughter made new friend that's fair enough that the daughter made new friends but the way that tradition puts it i guess that it would be the women that organise the play dates with the youngsters. It would be, just because that makes more sense. And mm. I think as well, organising a play date, for me, I'm quite bad at organising play dates just because of my the way You're I am. Antisocial. How, yeah, I'm not antisocial. <laughs> I'm the I same. Just, oh, it's, it's terrible. It's a bit much for me sometimes. Yeah. Um, I just don't like noise. But I may, I may have been that mother that would have said, oh, they're getting on really well together. Hopefully you're in the park next time and they can play together again. Yeah, yeah. Because we can't just become quick friends like that. It just, I know children get on like that quickly, but next it gets week a bit more she's complicated. not going to remember that, that child. It gets a bit more complicated with when the adults start mixing, right? And it's out of... I mean, there's nothing in it. There could be just absolutely nothing in it. But it's just her point when she says that she... She, um, what did she say? Men, Men that have to ask their women for permission. They bug me, yeah. And it's, it's not the He's fact not that she has, for permission. yeah, it's the fact that he has respect for his spouse right. or his partner that he wants to bring her into the situation and saying, Darling, listen, we met, I met this lady at the park, and she says, Oh, um, she, um, Jane got on really well with Tommy over there, yeah. And they want to. She wants to organize a play date. And to me, that shows a man that has a lot of respect for his woman, mm. because he's not only he's not only felt no way about going and being like, oh, I spoke to some woman in the park, because some women can feel really, um, what's that word? Oh, insecure. Insecure. Some women can feel really insecure about the fact that you what you sit next to another woman in the park and talking to her. It's the fact that he knew that I need to make you feel comfortable knowing that I'm being open with you mm. and saying, oh, yes, yeah, she struck up a conversation and she wants to organise a play date. Yeah. And play dates can be very intimate things. That means are we going to someone's house? Mm. Are we going to, you know, play zone where I've got to spend money? Like, it's there's a lot of things that come into that there's one... A lot of organisation. <laughs> it takes a lot to organise a play date. And he might just be like, no, nah, I don't want to organise a play date. I ain't got time for that. You, my wife will do that. She knows how to yeah. do things. Yeah, she's better at that. She's better me. at that kind yeah. of stuff than... Yeah. I just take them to the park yeah <laughs> you know what i mean so it's like it's it's the fact that the woman that says this or the girl that says this, i say girl because there's a sense of maturity that i think that comes along with this as well mm. and the fact that she can't understand why he's got to ask his why wife. but he's not asking his wife he didn't say i'm gonna ask my wife no. he said i will give you my wife's phone number it wasn't a conversation or an option yeah he was saying I'll give you my wife's phone, but we don't need to continue conversing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's shutting it down before you can take my ha-has any 
any other way. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And the fact that she couldn't understand that, I just don't. I don't see her as someone that. It's how you say this level of this level of maturity, and understanding that it's not the fact that he's asking his wife first. Yeah, it shouldn't bug you. You should say, okay, that's cool. But why would it bug you that he's got to... He's not asking his wife. He just said, I'll pass the number on and you can organise it. He shut her down. Yeah. And I think that's why she's, she doesn't understand. She's like, mm. how are you going to shut me down? Which makes me think it's about her. It's not about the child. Mm. She didn't it's say that. Her. She didn't say about her, him shutting her down or anything like that. No, but it's she the just... fact that she's, she's equated him saying, I'll pass your number on to my wife mm. as him asking permission. Because he's not saying to you, I'll ask my wife if we can arrange this, mm. which is in other words saying, I'll ask my wife if we can meet up. He's saying, my wife is the person you need to talk to yeah. about organising a play date. Yes. He's not asking your permission to meet up with you, mm. which is him shutting her down. Okay. If that's um, what I That's what I think. Yeah, and it, it, you know, the, what's the line? Where's the boundaries? What, what are... You know, where do you cross the line? Yeah. And it's not crossing line in any sense, way, shape or form. But like you said earlier, that women can have ulterior motives. Yeah. And I think he was quite um, valiant, yeah. is the right word to say, that he would include his wife in the whole situation because possibly she was out doing something and he decided to take her to the park and it's not his normal routine of doing things. Yeah. And it just happened to be on that day that that happened and this whole other scenario kind of come out come out of it so you know you know what he reminds me of and i'm sure we've spoken about this on the show before Mm. i see him being that husband that you know you're walking down the street with your husband and he bumps into a female that he knows yeah and he will be that person that says oh hi how you doing yeah this is jade my wife as opposed to that husband that continues the conversation and no one gets introduced to the wife, mm. which I think is rude. He seems to me to be that husband that will be, oh, yeah, hey, how you doing? It's good to see you. Yeah, this is my wife, such and such. He yeah. seems to be that kind of upfront, open... It's all about inclusion. Inclu- yes, inclusion. that's the word. That is and the it's word. inclusive of his including his wife in yeah. the whole scenario. So there's nothing... Being nothing considerate wrong, of her feelings. Nothing wrong with that. And that's right, because if I knew that my husband, when you guys were younger, had gone and arranged a play date with another woman, yeah. I don't think I would have been very happy about it. I don't think I would have been happy about it. The thing is... <laughs> no, I can't think of it. I can't think about it. Because I just don't understand... I don't understand how that works. Because then it also, for me, it's like you've organised a play date... Mm. Oh, it's fine, you get a day off. I know this, but now I'm like, but why are you and her going on a play date? That doesn't make sense. I'm, 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 I'm it is about It is about being inclusive, but then, it, you know, it's not about in, being insecure as well, because we, we know what people can be like. But that may, I think that encourages insecurity. What, by them going out on their own and doing it? Or? Yeah, I feel like that encourages insecurity because then as the wife, mm. you're then left to think like, say he does go out on the on the um, play date mm. and he could do one of two things. One, he doesn't tell you about it, 
one of three things. One, he doesn't tell you about it and just goes, oh, I'm taking such and such to fun zone or whatever. Mm-hmm. Two, he tells you about it last minute. Or three, he's that person say, I met this woman in the park. She wants to organise a payday date. So I said, oh, yeah, let's take James on the 3rd of August. Mm. But then if he doesn't tell her, his um, partner, it's shady. is there anything wrong with it? What, really? you're going to meet up with another woman and you haven't told me? Yes. With the children? Yes, there's something wrong with that. Because one, but I don't she, know... What... the other woman could be married. I don't care. One, I don't know where you are. Or be with someone, yeah. So... That's already why I don't know where you're going. Two, I don't know. I mean, I sound I sound really possessive here. Two, you're taking the children out and I don't know where my children are gonna be. In that instance I'm possessive. I need to know where my children are at all mm. times. But why are you not telling me? It, I think it's shady. It's just how people look at things. And the really. thing is as well, <laughs> this is what's good that people fail to realise. Children will tell me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mummy, we went to meet daddy's friend. <laughs> That's what they're going to say as well. And that will make well. it even worse, isn't hey, it? Yeah. They're not coming to say, oh, I went on a play date with James. They're coming back to say, oh, we went to meet daddy's friend and her child. <laughs> and then that's just going to open up a whole can. Yeah, it's better to be transparent. Words. It is better. He did in the right relationship thing. to be transparent. I mean, do you tell your partner everything? We've Pretty had much. this discussion, but it is good to be open yeah. and honest because then it doesn't create any friction down the line. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that he done the right thing, not going and, and saying, all right, yeah, let's, what day would you like to meet? No, I'll give you my, my number to your wife. You can organise yes. it. And because it's the children that made friends, not yeah. him and the woman. Not me and you. And that's where he drew the line. It's not mm. him, the woman that made friends, and the children can go. It's got nothing to do with the parents, but it's got everything to do about the children. Yep. Yes, I agree. So, what does um, Grant Cardone say <laughs> oh, as so regards the 10x rule? I can't even remember um, where we are. Yes. So, listeners, how are you doing out there? You still there with us? What number are we on? We are on number. 14? Yes, number 14. Number 14. This is the 10x rule. No, I don't. I think we're on number 15, you know. Okay. We did that one last week. Focus on now. Okay. Focus on now. The here and now. There exists only two times for the successful now and the future. The unsuccessful spend most of their time in the past and regard the future as an opportunity to procrastinate. Procrastinate. (laughs) Now is the period of time that successful people utilise most often to create the futures they desire in order to dominate their environments. You cannot do what unsuccessful people do, which is use any excuse they can think of to put off the task that they should be completing immediately. So don't put things off. Instead, you must do it now. discipline. Do it now. I totally agree with that. It's funny because I posted something yesterday, I think it was yesterday, that spoke about the only reason you should be looking back is to see where you've been, where you don't want to go back to so you can plan for the future. Yeah, um, I had supervision yesterday because I've been working with a group of ladies, lovely group, and um, the project will be finished in soon. And 
it's all about endings and closures. And what she highlighted, I thought it was such a great idea, was, and we can do this in everyday life as well, as well as when we keep journals, mm. that we write down what we expect to, or we what we're grateful for, but also our plans and goals for the future. Yeah. And she said to write a letter to yourself and you open it in six months' time uh-huh. and see how far you've come. Because something as well, you, you spoke earlier, Leish, about, um, not blowing our <clears throat> trumpet, but self-promotion. Yeah. Might as well call it self-promotion yeah. and that we don't do enough of it. And as well as that is writing down our goals and looking back and looking at our achievements. Yeah. And a lot of us, we go on, we achieve something. Okay, we've achieved that and we move on to the next thing. Yeah. But what what's really great is when we acknowledge our achievements and we celebrate those achievements yeah. and then we move on. So writing that letter to ourselves in six months to say, right, um, whatever it is you want to accomplish, whatever it is that you want to achieve, whatever it is that you want to get away from, whatever the the goal is, whatever the task is, six months down the line to see how far along you've come. Yeah. And but it in what Grant Cardone says there, the now is the time. Yeah. Now is the time always. Now this moment. Now is always the time. It's like those moments and this has happened to me quite often in the last couple of months where you wake up in the middle of the night mm. because you have an idea now. Yeah. That idea you have now needs to get on paper. Yeah. And I know it might sound like, why would you get up in the middle of the night to write things down? But that idea, that thought, that dream that you had in that moment could be the catalyst for you being successful in whatever it is you're trying to achieve. Yeah. Whether it's, it's you know, spirituality, financially, in your relationship. Oh, yeah, maybe I could do this. That might improve this. Mm. In that moment, that is when you need to be making that note and... and Working so on what you're going to do next, and you know that they say you saying that I saw something this week about being spiritually enlightened. Yeah, and most people that are spiritually enlightened wake up during those times, like two, three, four o'clock in the yeah. morning. It's called witching hour. Yeah. The witching hour. Check it. Look. Look it up. And yeah, I do you know I have books beside my bed and a pen. Some day I've looked in one and it's got scribble in it because I'm trying to write and I'm sick. <laughs> No, you got to sit up and really embrace that moment and, and write it and then go back to sleep. Yeah. So if you see the scribble, it's like, I, I did write something down. It made absolutely no sense. So you've got to be within that moment as well. Yeah. But it does affect your but, sleep if you don't. Do you really like, do you feel that? I feel it, like if I've got an idea yeah, or if I've got something on my mind, I can't sleep. And I have, have to, to physically put it on yeah. paper. Yeah. So having a, a journal by your bed, having a, I, I have a dream journal as well as just a, a book and my gratitude journal that I have. So my gratitude journal kind of follows me around. I was up on the hill yesterday training. I go in, write down the gratitudes and my I am's and the future goals um, focusing forward. But the here and the now is definitely important. Yeah. But those other books, have them beside your bed um listeners and when you do get in those moments you write it down yeah always have a pen handy or pencil whatever so you can 
be in that moment because that is it's all that's what it's all about making progress right yeah definitely so um, it was one thing as well that I learned when I had CBT is the fact that we hold a lot of um issues inside yeah and that's one thing about journaling and mm. a lot of people write diaries for this yeah. reason because they you have keeping it inside it's like a it's like a parasite it just makes you feel ill but once you get it out it's almost like yeah. a release so even if it has nothing to do with you know action in something for the future and it's just that release that you just have to get something off your chest mm. you may not have someone physically there to talk to but you're talking to your out. journal you yeah. can get it out so i think it's really important that's why crying is good i mean i don't cry so much so I, there's a time i used to cry all the time man <laughs> oh my goodness cry 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 <laughs> not anymore but it's a release yeah it's the release of it all yeah. and you know a lot of us are walking around our shoulders are hurting our bodies Heavy. are scrunched up and which yeah. uh, is tight yeah. but it's about letting go and just you know just feeling the flow sorry and just you know just letting it all go yeah especially in yeah. This, this time period that oh, we just had to go through it's tough it was a tough time yeah but we got through it if we're here and we're able to speak to someone else and we're talking guys you are survivors man yes, winners 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 definitely. hands down so give yourselves a pat on the back for making it through yes so we've come to the end of the show Thank you so much for your company. And, well, give yourselves a pat on the back. Thank you for always supporting us, uh, naturally, Lily and myself, um, on the Drive Time. Let's talk Drive Time show. Um, shouting out to all the tra- chat room crew, shouting out to all the tune in listeners, shouting out to the worldwide listeners, and also shouting out to all the DJs doing an amazing job on All Flavors Radio do check the schedule and remember that we do have a facebook group that you're very welcome to join um you can catch me at wimbo 77 or one thing about history.com that one thing about history.com is my writing um website um i do actually have a, an um ebook course coming up very soon june june the 19th so if you are a budding writer out there and want to um, learn how to create an ebook, please do feel free to um, go to my news and events page and uh, my ebook course is there. And you naturally, Lily, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram, naturally, naturally, Lily underscore, no, naturally underscore Lily 89 <laughs> is my um, hashtag. Uh, yeah. Yeah, That's and Tevolution, Tevolution are um, Lily's clothing, clothing brand. Um, we were meant to speak about clothing today. We'll talk about it another time. But thank you so much for listening. Um, following me, you'll um, will be DJ Laro from eight till ten. And I guess all we have left to say, beautiful people, listeners, worldwide listeners, everyone, is that we will see y'all on, on the, the other, other side. side. Take care now. Bye.